Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it. Twitter is going to make me lose it today. I, don't, I, I normally don't allow this to happen. I'm Brandon Kylie, by the way. I'm your host of the show. We'll be with you until noon. We missed last week. I know you guys missed us. We're back. Protein, I'll see with the purpose. Text line 69306. I can't believe there are Chiefs fans that would that are just like two weeks before the season. You know what? Let's trade Tyreek Hill. What? What are we doing here? This is insanity. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. We're going to go out to the leadoff hotline because my friend Ken Swanson, he is the lead draft and film analyst for Arrowhead Pride. You can follow him on Twitter at Kent underscore Swanson is joining the show. Kent, what are we doing? We have officially lost our damn minds. It's two weeks before the season, and people want to trade Tyreek Hill. What is going on? What's going on is Kansas City is fed up with the preseason. Like they are, they're bored out of their minds, and now we're just entertaining the idea of moving on from one of the most dynamic <laughs> offensive weapons, who perfectly aligns with your rare MVP quarterback. Like this, I don't know, but. Uh, I'm kind of here for the dumpster fire a little bit. Kind of funny. It's kind of fun to observe, honestly. Can't we? <laughs> the best receiver in the history of the Chiefs is who? Otis Taylor? Like, am I? That probably yeah, true. Yeah, no, you, you're probably right. And and Debo's in there somewhere pretty close too, which is like, which says a lot. <laughs> so I'm not making a leap of faith here when I say Tyreek Hill's probably going to go down as the best receiver in the history of the Chiefs. You also right now have no. the best quarterback in the history of the Chiefs. And I, I, some people are going to be mad at me for saying that, yes, he's going to go down as a better quarterback than Lynn Dawson. It's going to happen. We're talking about just breaking that up for no reason, like because you want to add Jalen Ramsey, the new shiny toy in the object that's going to make you go from the 25th best defense to the 15th best defense while taking your historic offense from historic to like the fourth best in the league. What are we doing? What are we doing here? People. People kind of like overinflate Nico Harmon a little bit. Like he's he's showing some promise, and uh, you know he looks like a, a nice little piece to this offense. But even still, like he's not Tyree Kill, and and no one is Tyree Kill. It's it's a rare skill set that this guy brings. He's got this incredible. He's probably the fastest person in the National Football League. But to go with that, he's also got like elite burst and change of direction ability. You know, he's a guy that, like, I mean, think about the, think about the, uh, think about the first Patriots game. Patrick Mahomes throws a 40 yard rocket, you know, down the field, kind of in front of a safety in a corner to, to Tyree Kill. And he catches it, he comes down with the ball and then just bursts past both of them for another 30 yards and a big touchdown with like three minutes left in the game. Like, when Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes are on the field together, this offense is the Golden State Warriors. This is the this is the Golden State Warriors of football, explosive, dynamic. 
changing how football is played, changing how football is defended. And now we're trying to talk about trading Clay Thompson for a 7-3 big man. You're trading Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. It's what would have happened if the Warriors ended up doing that deal five years, seven years ago, whatever it was. Like that's what that's what we're talking about here. Hey, we we don't exactly. have a big man. Typically in the NBA, you need a big man to be able to win consecutive finals. Guess what they did instead? They had the best shooting backcourt in the history of basketball, and they're like, you know what? We can win this way too. It, it's it's right. insanity. Kent, I said earlier today we're talking with Kent Swanson of Arrowhead Pride here on the leadoff on Six Ten Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kylie. I said earlier today there is no defensive player in football that I would trade Tyreek Hill for today. Now, if the Chiefs know something we don't and they just want to get out of this, that obviously changes everything. It changes the dynamic of everything that we're talking about here. But assuming that that is not the case, assuming that we know what they know and based on what we know, we have no reason to believe something more is coming from this. If that is the case, there is no defensive player in all of football that I would trade Tyreek Hill for today because of how much he means to the offense and how much of a step the defense would have to take if they were to give him up on the offensive side of the ball. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. I, I think anything, like, I, obviously, like, Jalen Ramsey's a sexy pick, but even then, like, I still think I would I would need more to move on from a guy like Tyree Kill. Like, it's not just stopping at at, uh, at a, a dynamic player like that. Like, I need more. And and so I just don't see, like, I, I think the value of Tyree Kill to this offense, to this team specifically, just outweighs any t- any team that's going to value him outside of here because Nick Foles isn't going to be able to utilize Tyreek Hill the same way, for instance, in, in Jacksonville, like like the Chiefs can utilize Tyreek Hill. So I just don't see any scenario that that any team would would value Tyreek Hill enough to to give up what I think the Chiefs would need to kind of you know feel like they got fair compensation. So I mean it. it <laughs> I'm sure, look, it's good business to listen to offers. It is always good business to listen to basically any offer for anyone not named Patrick Mahomes. But, I mean, that doesn't mean that it's it's good business to do them, right? I'm with you. Um, we're going to move off of this because I'm just going to get worked up if we continue on this <laughs> path. Um, it is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kylie. Ken Swanson is our guest. He is a lead draft and film analyst for Arrowhead Pride. All right, Ken. Let's talk about the game tonight. There is a game that is actually taking place, and based on all the reporting that we've seen, it sounds like it might be one of the very few preseason games this year where we're actually going to see two teams that play their starters through potentially the first half of the game. So it could actually be an interesting game. Uh, Let's start with this. The position battle or the players that you're watching the most tonight or that you're most intrigued to watch are what? I'll start there, and then we can kind of go a little bit more micro within them. Yeah, sure. Two positions I think I'm kind of taking on a, a look at, and it starts with the wide receiver position. So I think Anthony Thomas is making this football team. He's going to be listed as a wide receiver. So I think that the Chiefs are going to wind up taking six wide receivers just based on how the the roster construction is probably going to look now. So guys like Byron Pringle and Cody Thompson are probably fighting for you know, some of those last opportunities. I think we kind of know five of the receivers that are going to be, uh, you know, going on this football team. So, you know, Cody Thompson, Byron Pringle, those two guys I think are, are kind of fighting for opportunities. I'm less pessim- I, I'm more pessimistic now about Cody Thompson's, 
opportunity to make this football team, which I don't totally agree with. It sounds like they're just making sure that they get a four-core special team or like Anthony Thomas instead of trying to develop a, a receiver that's shown promise. So there's, there's one on offense. On defense, I think you've got to look at the quarterback position. I mean, we've been looking at it all offseason, obviously, but – you know, I think, you know, there's there's a lot of young guys that are kind of fighting for opportunities. I think Charvarius Ward is kind of fighting for opportunities with how he showed recently. So Herb Miller, Charvarius Ward, Mark Field, Rashad Stenton, all those young guys, there's a decent chance that three of them make this football team. So I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what shakes out with some of these young guys at the quarterback position as well. All right, let's stick with corner uh, because that's the position that I'm most interested in tonight as well. You mentioned Traverius Ward and Herb Miller last weekend. It looked like they were they were almost kind of at the same level, according to the staff. Traverius Ward was playing deep into the game. Herb Miller was kind of playing alongside him. It was a little bit surprising to see. It was a little jarring to see, frankly. Um, Traverius Ward versus Herb Miller is a is it a good or a bad thing that this is a legitimate battle right now? Oh, it's a terrible thing that this is a legitimate battle right now. All right. Now. <laughs> One of these guys is probably playing uh, in week one of the season. So I think you're going to have to lean on one of these guys. And look, I like Herb Miller. I've kind of started a tongue-in-cheek fan club where, I mean, the man can do no wrong. Uh, it's, it's the herbivores. Check it out on Twitter. We're working on a, on a website as we speak. But, I mean, I, look, both of these guys are young players. One of them kind of makes a little bit more sense than Steve Spagnuolo's scheme, and that's Miller. One of them showed some promise last year you know, underneath Bob Sutton and his you know press-heavy defense where he was getting to play you know, up at the line of scrimmage a lot more, and that's Ward. I don't think you want either of these guys on the field. I don't think that is something that's really helping you. Um, you know, These are both developmental-type players. Charverius Ward has special teams value. I don't know what we've seen yet of Herb Miller to say he has special teams value, but if you're having to lean on these guys the first quarter of the season, Mahomes is going to have to throw – you know, 18 touchdowns in the first, you know, four weeks or whatever, like he did last year, 16 or whatever he threw. So, you know, I think it, it, it's nice to have developmental corners, but you want them developing as the sixth cornerback and not as, you know, cornerback three for the first quarter of the season. Last question for you, and I've got about a minute before we got to get out of here. We're talking to Kent Swanson of Arrowhead Pride here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. Left guard, Andrew Wiley, all throughout camp was the starter. It was clear cut. There was never any question as to who the starting five was going to be on the offensive line this year for your Kansas City Chiefs. And then this week at practice, apparently, Andrew Wiley has now been taking backup reps as an offensive tackle, and Cam Irving has been taking all of the reps as your starting left guard. This happened again two weeks before the NFL season, the week of what is typically the dress rehearsal for the Chiefs in the third preseason game. I'm curious for your thoughts on this, Kent, of them making a change potentially at left guard about a week and a half before the football season starts. Yeah, I don't think you make a change at the starting offensive line for the dress rehearsal week unless you're making that move. And it could just be because Cam Irving was so bad at tackle the first two weeks of the preseason that they just said, like, we can't trust this guy to play out there, so maybe we kind of let Wiley get those tackle reps and be the swing guy and be able to fill in whenever we need somebody. Or, or if they just, they don't trust, you know, they don't trust Wiley, something's going on there. I don't know. I think Andrew Wiley has been fine at left guard. I think he's been a better football player than Cameron Irving to this point. It doesn't make sense. Let's see what look what it looks like this week. But maybe they're just trying to get something out, out of Irving because nothing makes sense right now. 
That is my buddy, Kent Swanson. He's the lead draft and film analyst for Arrowhead Pride. You can check him out on Twitter at Kent underscore Swanson. He started the herbivores there. You should not join his fan club, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Kent, thanks for the time this morning, man. Always appreciate it. Hey, Tanji. That is Kent Swanson joining us here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. Listen, man, it's crazy to me that we've arrived at a place where two weeks before the NFL season, they're changing their left guard, and we just don't even think anything of it. It's just like, oh, yeah, sweet, Andy's making a move. And that we're talking about a battle for the starting cornerback position between Charverius Ward and Herb Miller. And Chiefs fans are like, yeah, no, that's no big deal. We got got Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty good. We're going to win the Super Bowl. It's amazing. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think it's amazing that we've arrived at this spot this quickly here in this town. It's fantastic. Coming up next, Darwin Thompson has officially, in my opinion, overtaken Carlos Hyde for the number two running back role. I think this means more for 2020, though, than it does for 2019, and I think it's important for the building of this team moving forward as well. We'll talk about it next. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. The leadoff with Brandon Kylie, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 